0: welcome back to the Serenity Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Ann. You know your time is the most valuable currency that you have, and I appreciate each and every one of you, whether it's your first time or returning listener, that you took time out of your day to listen to my podcast. My object for this podcast is to never tell you what to do, but to give you my perspectives, experiences, outlook on life with whatever topic I'm talking about or with my guests that I have, You know, showing you what is possible or what people have gone through to get them where they are today and knowing, you know, we're just all on the same journey of trying to make ourselves better with each given day and build um, a body that is long lasting. All right, let's get on to the show. So on today's podcast, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite humans that has ever come into my life. And that is my grandma um my grandma unfortunately passed away four years ago but she was absolutely so predominant in my life um, in a recent in an earlier podcast I talked a little bit about you know my kind of a background story and how I got to where I am today and if you listen to that, Um, you know that my mom passed away when I was six months old. And so my grandma stepped in as a role of my mom. And when I was little, I didn't really know any different. I just assumed that she was my mom since she was so predominant in my life and helped my dad raise me as he was a single parent. You know, my grandma was born on January 11th, 1930, and she passed away at the age of 84. So she had a lot of experiences um, in her life. You know, she was a school teacher, and she just had this ability to see your purpose, like to look into your eyes and just see you for who you were on the inside, and not only who you were, but the ability to see who you would become. And so she started in a one room school and taught, you know, all different ages. So she was amazing at multitasking. And then she eventually went on to um, continue to teach third grade. And she taught third grade for, you know, as long as she uh, taught until she retired. And then even after she retired, she still substitute taught And um, the week after or the week following her passing, she was actually going to go renew her teaching license and um, she had no notion, you know, to stop. And I give um, all the credit to my grandma for the human that I am today. And I know that kind of sounds selfish because I had an amazing dad and I had amazing mentors in my life that helped mold me into the human I am today. Yet without a doubt, my grandma is the reason that I am the way that I am today. You know, the life lessons that she installed in me, how she raised me, what she taught me, how she um, showed me, you know, unconditional love day in and day out, no matter what I did. So when I was born um, and after I was born, my mom, you know, started to get very ill and that's when they found out she had cancer. So she had to be in the hospital and wasn't always able to be around me, you know, depending on her treatments and um, doctor's orders. So my grandma and grandpa started a video and diary log. So the first six months year of my existence, um, especially the first six months is on video. And my grandma, which I was reading before, just, you know, going down memory lane, wrote, you know, out not every day, but just different things that I had done growing up um, in my life. And it was just so fun to see, um, you know, my kind of like independence and how my grandma would be like, well, she is a sassy one today or whatever that was. Yeah. One thing that my grandma always taught me is, you know, never stop learning. You never stop exploring, never stop being curious, you know, and I had an amazing imagination when I was a child. From all the books that we read, or when we would go out in that notebook, it was that I was saying hi to everybody. And even at a young age, I was potty trained by the age of two. I could put, you know, three to four words together. And I'm not saying that I was a kid genius, it was because my grandma you know, um, with her teaching just read to me a lot and, you know, just pushed me past, um, you know, maybe age limit abilities. She was also the most kind person that I knew, you know, just around her, her energy was warm and welcoming and inviting. And I mean, even on her bad days, you know, even people who have those good energies, you know, um, We're not always thriving high, but she was just able to be that presence in my life. And no matter, you know, what I was going through or what I was feeling, she would always talk to me about how I was feeling, you know, scold me when I needed to. Yet, you know, when I was feeling sad or different things, she would um, have me like talk through them. You know, I just love to help people and so when she was in the kitchen, you know, I would get my step stool out and help her make things in the kitchen and we would talk about the recipes and even though I was young, you know, I still remember her, you know, not trying to take control and even though I know she wanted to, she would let me learn with her like how to measure things, how to mix things and she would have to take over just a little bit but she helped me be independent at a very early age with that independency um, definitely comes at a price, right? So my grandma giving me the ability to see that, you know, I have the power to accomplish and do anything that I want to in my life, um, made it so that she probably had to discipline me a lot more than she wanted to. And I'm so thankful that she reminded me to always be independent no matter what stage I'm at in my life, that even though it's amazing to have humans in your life, that you can still be able to accomplish anything that you want by yourself. And it's been very hard since she's passed because I have definitely noticed how much I leaned on her for support and there's always, there's somebody like that in your life. You know, grandmas are, grandparents are amazing. You know, going over to grandma's house and just having the ability to do whatever you want and, you know, it's just a different energy because it's not your house. And if it's like dress up or going out or they give you cookies and and sugar that you're not allowed to have, they don't know how to say no to you. It's just that like special kind of bond. And for my grandma, not only was she my grandma, but she was my mom and my best friend and just to have <clears throat> that strong connection and unconditional love it's been you know this november will be 4 years and it's just been very challenging you know um especially that first year just to have it you know unexpectedly happen and um you know, this is a part of my story and I'm just telling you this so that you understand some of my um, grieving. But I was the first one to find her, you know, um, dead in her bathroom. And it was one of the most life-changing experiences I've ever been through. Like for somebody to come in and like rip your heart out And, you know, just finding the love of your life, you know, no longer physically with you anymore. I feel my grandma around me every day. I pray to her a lot. You know, I talk to her. I know that she's around. Yeah. I just miss that, you know, physical part of that being in which we all do. You know, that's why we mourn the loss of people is because they're no longer in our lives. And it just also resonated with me during this time of COVID that, you know, some people never experienced that you know some people never experience unconditional love and as I'm getting older I'm totally understanding that we are a product of our childhood and so yes you know it, it does suck a lot that I lost my mom when I was six months old I never had that relationship with my mom and there are times that as I've been older you know I knew that I have a feeling that we would have been best friends you know just with people who tell me about her and how much you know I am like her yet if that part of me did or that, you know, part of me didn't leave, I wouldn't have had that relationship with my grandma. I still think, you know, some aspects of me would be the same today because I would have been raised, you know, by my mom, who was another extraordinary human from what people tell me, uh, you know, but everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that I was able to still have a mother figure in my life. You know, my dad was amazing and he worked Hours Like he worked on a coal train and worked over hours. And so that was a big reason or overtime and like 12-hour shift. That was a big reason why I stayed at my grandparents. So I wasn't bouncing back and forth from my dad's house to their house. I had kind of more of a permanent home. And then when my dad had free time, he was always over there playing with me, taking me, you know, out hunting with him, um, you know, just doing whatever And even at a young age, you know, he wasn't afraid to take me places. Um, I was relatively a good kid, which a lot of you might chuckle if you um, know me or just know me now. Um, I've been a handful since I came out of the womb in 88. I think that's the thing that I just like miss the most is having her presence, you know, in my life. And there's just days and times that, you know, I'm a little bit more sad. But getting back on track of, you know, having that person in your life that shows you unconditional love, that there is love present and it breaks my heart that some people, you know, maybe truly never experienced that, um, you know, maybe they're you know, childhood wasn't the best or their parents were always around or raised in different homes and grew up in foster care or had parents, but they weren't ready to be parents and whatever that may be. And as we get older, like I was saying before I got off topic is, you know, we're a product of our childhood and all of our traumas come with us, especially, you know, if we don't deal with them. And, you know, sometimes we keep those family traditions going on and passing them down, and it's, you know, we can't really blame ourselves because sometimes we just get wrapped up in that constant loop, you know, was our parents abusive? Did they show us a bunch of love? How did they raise us? Um, and if we don't know any different, we keep continuing that. And then there's sometimes where we break that habit and we break whatever family traditions or history that maybe happened. And we're like, you know, I this is how I want to live life. And this is my independence. And that's one thing that my grandma always installed on me. And there's so many life lessons, like treat others the way that you want to be treated. Worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, um, but gets you nowhere. Imagination is good for the soul. Curiosity kills power. And, you know, just the amount of questions that I asked, I got from her, you know, just watching her be a human and how she interacted with everybody. She was, you know, everybody's grandma, not just mine. Like all of my friends called her grandma, even my sister she's eight years younger than me as you know they were growing up too they would do the same traditions that we did in high school of going over to her house before you know home basketball volleyball games and she was everybody's grandma and it just goes to show when um she passed away you know her visitation there was over 600 people in the book and some people had to turn around um you know due to they were waiting in line and Um, they had something coming up and just, you know, couldn't wait. And it's not to say like, and to, you know, my own horn for my grandma, but it shows that, you know, one human can really impact more than, you know, we think on our lives. And she was able to teach four years of generations of people for how long she was teaching. And, you know, every time that She was around people, you know, she made you feel warm inside and she made you feel noticed and she listened just as much as she talked. And I know that I talk a lot. One reason why I started a podcast, so I had a platform to talk to, yet she helped me understand, you know, listening and to to really listen to somebody uh, with her teaching. She had to listen to little kids and she had so much patience And there's a lot of times, not a lot of times, people ask me like, how do you have so much patience? (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, I don't know, you know, um, definitely know with my job line and just having a bunch of different people in classes that has definitely helped me have patience. Yet one thing is with her, her patience with me and with kids and just in general was infectious. Um, gardening and how she took care of her garden, and she, you know, told, talked to me about the steps. And that was one thing is she explained to me things in steps. She didn't just do them, and it t- talked to me about what was happening. She'd be like, "Here's a seed, and we plant it into the ground, and we cover it with dirt. There's nutrients in there, and when we water it, because that's what a seed needs, it's going to grow out of the ground and produce um, food and nutrients and life for our bodies." And, you know, that's another reason why they need sunlight. They need water and they need love. And there was always a love present. And till the day that I die, you know, love is one of the top things that humans need. And I see it happen just with my friends. You know, today I had breakfast with a friend and she was talking about, um, you know, a new lady in her life. And you could just see it, you know, of her talking about the relationship and feeling that love. And I will hands down say that, you know, you could have everything going for you in your life and you could feel happy and you could look happy and you could put off happy. Yet when you have love in your life, it's like that extra level of happiness and you radiate it. Not only do you glow, it's just like your expression and you see things differently. And that's what I want to be for people because... Another thing that my grandma said is like, not only do you treat others the way that you want to be treated because you have no clue what they're going through at first. And I've also heard the saying that, you know, treat others the way that they want to be treated. And I wholeheartedly get that. But how do you know how somebody wants to be treated until you talk to them, until you get to know them? So that's why I always like to say, treat others the way that you want to be treated. You know, who really wants to be treated like an asshole and talked down to and physically beaten and, you know, told it they're worthless. Nobody wants to. And if you're a person that acts like that, you know, I would highly suggest you stopping and having some meetings and conversations with yourself and asking yourself, what have I not dealt with? What am I angry about? You know, anger is going to be there but how do we deal with anger on the inside and don't let it protrude on the outside? You know, um, I'm a very happy-go-lucky person, 100%. Can, to, like I said, to glow to my grandma, she taught me that just, you know, to when you're sad and when you're upset, like how can you still, you know, breed happiness and love from the inside because you want to and you know that, you know... That there's gonna be days when you're a little bit more sad and we gotta cry it out and you know, have those people are that are there for you and you reach out to. But as you go about, don't try to bring other people down with your sadness, you know, unless they wanna empathize with you. You know, if you're angry, don't go around and just spread anger to people because anger spreads so much quicker. And it's kind of weird and sad, but you know even if you're feeling bad, what if you open that door for somebody? It's going to make you feel good. You see their smile, you smile. And smiling is another amazing medicine in life. And you know, if you're angry, try not to smile. You're going to smile. And when you smile, it's hard to be angry. You know, emotions come and go and not saying that you should never be sad and you should never be angry, but How can we work on dealing with them better and and letting them out before we push them down too long? I made a post the other day and I'm blown away by like, you know, all the comments of people saying like, hey, thank you for making this post or, you know, yes, it's okay to cry and feel those emotions. And that's one thing that my grandma always taught me is like, feel them when they come, don't push them down, feel them. And we talked about them. And not saying that everything I did or that my grandma, you know, wasn't upset, but she never took it out on me or like really yelled at me or brought me down. You know, we would talk about it. There was one time that she did get very upset with me. It's my senior year and we had our senior party and my friend and I are two, the only two people that got... Busted in the party or from the party because, long story short, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Because I'm from Farmington, Iowa, we're out in the boonies having a party. We had taken everybody's keys. Nobody was leaving. We were trying to be smart about our underage drinking, um, but our foreign exchange student had to go to the bathroom. So, my, t- me and um my friend who got caught, and then our foreign exchange student. Rode up and we were gonna go grab a couple things and then come back and this cop was coming down the road and busted us and my friend and I took the heat for the you know entire class and I remember my grandma told me she's like you're a disgrace to the family and I just know that she was angry and that's the first time that I had felt disappointment from her that you know I had disappointed my grandma and that's what none of us want to do, especially when we love somebody. We never want to disappoint and we never want to make that person, you know, think different from us. But that's impossible. Um, I saw a quote today and I'm going to butcher it, but it was along the lines of like, "You can't, you can't help what other people think about you right? Like you got to be true to yourself. And um, so I found it, it's like you can't control how other people receive your energy. Anything you do or say gets filtered through the lens of whatever they are going through at that moment, you know, which is not about you. Just keep doing your thing with as much integrity and love as possible, right? And knowing that, in this big crazy world that we're trying to do our best. And it's hard to, you know, not take anything personal and assume things in this world, no matter how hard we try, no matter how we say, you know, I'm not going to take anything personal. I'm not going to assume anything. We could be really sad that day, or we could be going through some season in our life where, you know, we're just a little bit more fragile than before. And we're like, oh shit, that person looked at me differently or I cut them off in traffic or they haven't texted me back or, you know, like, why Like why don't they like me and whatever that may be. And we kind of like bring these stories into our head. But knowing that when we wake up every day and we, when we do our best and we be true to ourselves and, you know, maybe we haven't found who we are or we're still searching for who we are. Um, but when you come into yourself, knowing that being you is what this world needs, knowing that being who you are, you know, might not be in the realm of somebody's belief system, but that doesn't, should never stop you from being you. I would hold Harley say, I don't care who you are as a human. I don't care what social status, power, or money you have. You cause physical harm to somebody. There should be replications and altercations for that. You know, if you are a victim of abuse or any sort of that, you it's, it's just so hard to want to come out, especially depending on that person that brought that abuse on to you. You know, was it a family member? Was it a friend? Was it somebody of higher power? And I hate that. We live in a society where, you know, that stops us from speaking out the truth and, you know, who we are. And so if you are a person that's a victim of that, you know, know that you have a lot more people than you think behind you that whenever you feel ready to, you know, share your story and get that weight lifted off of you or come out to the world that you might be gay or lesbian or whatever love you want to experience. And I hate that we have to label that. You know, love is love. And if, um, you know, I recently, two years ago, discovered that I can, you know, love women in an intimate relationship just as much with men. And as time goes on, I really feel like I'm attracted to women more. You know, I like that intimacy and that emotional connection that I get a little bit stronger than I have found, you know, with men. And maybe I haven't been dating the right men. And unfortunately, my grandma wasn't around, you know, during that time. Yet she always reminded me that love is love. And she didn't agree with everything that happened, yet she understood. And she understood that her beliefs should never dictate somebody else's happiness. And it was funny, you know, as we get older, I would, uh, I call my grandma all the time, especially when I moved away, I moved to New Orleans and then Nashville. And it was so hard on my grandma because I had always been around, even when I moved to college and went to Cedar Falls or Cedar Rapids. And then you and I, you know, we were still able to see each other. Big reason why I came home a lot and um, after I moved away, I mean, there wasn't maybe a week that went by that we didn't talk to each other. I remember the first night, um, or one of the first times my grandma got a cell phone and I don't remember what year this was that my cousins and I were over at her house and we try to teach her how to text. And then Lordy, let me tell you, she blew our phones up texting. I love you. with Like a bunch of emojis. It was just so cute. She was just so thoughtful. And she also lived 15 years without my grandma. I mean, my grandpa, she, um, he passed away when, um, I was in eighth grade and, You know, I know that my grandma was so sad. They loved each other. They were together for, you know, 50 plus years and the love that they had for each other, even though they always didn't agree and, you know, my grandpa would do things that would upset my grandma, you know, they showed that relationships are work, yet it's a team effort and they always push each other to do what they loved and what they wanted to do. And it was just so predominant in my life. And I'm so thankful that I had that, you know, experience growing up and not everything in my childhood was sunshine and rainbows. And I'll leave that to another podcast. Yet the love and abundance, even during my dark times, was there and that's another reason why I love hard and often and big is that I don't know when I meet somebody how much love that they had in their life and it's amazing like through my job when I started really coaching in 2014 and having one-on-one conversations with people and just giving them a safe place to be in themselves. And whatever they shared with me stayed in that room. And if I ever, you know, maybe brought up as an example, you know, I never use that name because it's not my place and time to use that to leverage, right? It's maybe to help people understand some things. But when those people are being vulnerable, like that's their shit. And if a person wants to be vulnerable with you, you know, don't go spread that, you know, talk to um, that person. And maybe if you want to share an experience, don't name drop or don't make it obvious, you know, saying like, yeah, I had a friend who kind of maybe went through that, you know, as well. But, you know, I hope that everybody has that person in their life. You know, and maybe it wasn't when you're young, but now when you found your life partner, you found that love and you found that safe place and you found that unconditional love. And maybe sometimes you don't get it right the first time or caught up in lust and, you know, maybe we're getting um, pushed to further this relationship depending on, you know, a certain timeline or something like that. And I want you to know, fuck that timeline. There's so many health... Help, self-help books out there and there's so many different ways to live life and with each year we get you know more resources and different things that we can do and become yet we need to start normalizing that we can't get it all of our shit together in our 20s there's so much more life to live you know and depending on when you find that person you might be 30s you might be 40s you might start a new job in your 50s And why can't we just start normalizing that, that we should always be pushing ourselves to grow and to learn and just to, you know, be the best that we can be with each given day. And not every day is our best. And knowing that we need to treat others the way that we want to be treated until we figure out how they want to be treated and when you meet somebody, you have no clue who they are. And even as you start to know somebody, maybe they haven't shared every piece of them with you. And the more that you get of that person, the more that you understand them, you know, and knowing that you do not have to rush into anything, nor do you have to wait. If you know, you know. And as time goes on, I feel like we forget to listen to our bodies more because of convenience in society and, you know, social media and with everything there's pros and cons, you know, with life. But we're just so quick to have that instant gratification and to have things right now versus waiting and seeing what is possible and knowing that when you get into the gym that you don't just miraculously after one day of lifting have the muscles that you want or the body that you want. And like one day of eating clean isn't going to, you know, cure the, you know, maybe pains that you're feeling or not feeling well. That is a constant effort each day when you wake up. So that was just a little snippet of my grandma. Hopefully, um... You have a person like that in your life that shows you unconditional love, that is your person, that is your rock, that is the person that when you see, you light up with every cell in your body. And if you haven't found that person yet or had them, I promise you they're out there. They are. And knowing that you are worthy of unconditional love and love. And if you haven't felt that, like I said, you are are so worthy of love. And if anybody has told you otherwise or made you feel less of who you are, fuck them. They shouldn't have done that to you. And that was their own shit that they portrayed onto you. And then they made you question yourself. Don't let anybody question who you are. You are unique to you. And that is the most amazing thing on this life. And there's so many different humans in this world. And, you know, we're all here for a reason and who knows our time frame? and nobody's guaranteed tomorrow tomorrow. So love hard and love often and say what's on your mind. And we're not always going to get it right. But know that there are people out there who care about you and, and see your potential and love you for who you are. So, Grandma, know I miss you every day and I love you so much. And I will forever be thankful that I was, a, I was raised by you. And I know everybody can be biased to that special person in their life. Yet my grandma was one of the most amazing humans I ever met and I was able to be her granddaughter and I am so thankful every day and I'm doing my best to, you know, keep living out my purpose and my dreams for her. It's just harder some days than not and I feel like a huge piece of me died with her and I lost some of my shelby and I procrastinate a lot more than I need to and, you know, there's some times when I'm just a little bit more sad and I let that catch up to me. Then I remember that my grandma would be so mad if I never lived out my purpose of helping others and helping them see their potential because there had to have been somebody in my grandma's life that I'm not sure who that was, whether it was her mom or her grandma, that may help my grandma see her potential and her special powers and how she was able to see the potential in people and have the most patience and kindness I ever knew in a human. Thank you all for tuning in today. I hope you took something away from this podcast. Uh, And if you know somebody that might be going through something that could use uh, these words, please share it with them. If you feel up to it, uh, you can give me any rating that you desire and leave a review. I would love to hear what you thought about this podcast and sharing on any of the socials. If you do, please tag me as Randy Strong so I can see um, your post. Thank you all. Love you so much. Have a great day.